Hello, friends. Welcome back to another episode of Between You and Me. I'm your host, Jilly, and today I want to talk about the concept of staying healthily busy. Now, what quote-unquote healthily busy means to me is finding a balance between spontaneity and personal downtime, but then also having a devout routine or schedule that you maintain every day or try to maintain every day that really makes you feel good. And something I've been doing a lot of personal reflection on lately is depression disguised as downtime. Now let me explain what that means. So a lot of times we go to class, get done our daily tasks, and we're like begrudgedly going through our day and getting it done. Then we get home and we flop into our beds and say, ugh, today drained me. I'm just going to relax. I'm going to do some self-care. So that's really like the crux of it, self-care, quote unquote. And having this downtime for ourselves where we're laying in bed, scrolling on TikTok, watching Netflix, what have you. And we're calling it self-care or downtime, but it's really detrimental to ourselves. There's no actual care going on in that. And I think it's really harshly impacting ourselves and our psyches because I'm not sitting there journaling, reading a book, doing something to nourish my mind. I'm sitting there being mindless on social media or watching something easy just to disconnect. So this downtime isn't really a benefactor. It's not adding any quality of life. It's just somewhere where I'm like, okay, let's not think. Let's just tune out for the day. And over time, this quote-unquote downtime is really just me becoming depressed and saying, all right, yeah, this is self-care. I'm chilling out. I'm doing what I need to do for my soul right now. But I'm not. I'm just being a couch potato and slowly sinking into this feeling of depression and not wanting to be productive. And mind you, productivity is highly subjective. To me, it's more about what makes you feel good. But I was losing sight of what made me feel good because I was slowly getting depressed and telling myself it was just self-care and relaxation, but it wasn't purposeful relaxation. There was no helpful things going on in these times. So what I do now is really try to be purposeful with that downtime so I don't slink into another one of those moods because it's not very fun. So what that looks like for me is if I know I'm going to be laying in bed, I like to give myself a time window to do that so I don't impact my sleep later in the night. Um, and I don't kind of like doom myself to laying in bed for the rest of the day. So I'll kind of give myself a time window saying, all right, how long do we want to be hanging out in this space? And what are we going to be doing in this space? That's important. So maybe that looks like reading a book or connecting to a loved one, calling your mom, dad, brother, sister, what have you. Maybe it looks like journaling, drawing, painting, something that while you're sitting in that space of your bed, you're still using that time well. It's not just lost time, doom scrolling, or zoning out and watching a show. And that's not to say we shouldn't be watching shows or going on our phones. That's not what I'm saying at all. Those are 
things that we should be doing, like, well, not crazily, but like allowing ourselves time to watch a show, enjoy something, but be present in that. So if I'm watching a show, I'm not going to, I'm going to try to not be on my phone because (laughs) we've gotten into this place of being on multiple screens at one time. People are on their Apple watches, then they're watching Netflix, and then they're on TikTok, like all at once. So if what I'm really trying to get back to is this point of purposefulness and spending downtime purposefully. So if you said you're going to watch a show, treat yourself with a little bit of a Netflix special or something, sit down and watch that show. Yes, you might get distracted, but try and come back to yourself and say, okay, I'm here right now watching the show. Let's, let's pay attention to that. Or sit and if you're on the phone with your mom, put it on speakerphone, sit there. Don't be on your phone, sidetracked. Sit there and actually talk to her. Or if you're journaling, you know, actually pay attention to what you're writing, what have you. So all of these things are really just personally what I've done to stop disguising depression as like self-care and downtime and relaxation when it really wasn't relaxing it was just detrimental to my mental health so that's something I've done to kind of tinker and tweak my routine and my schedule every day so getting back to that main point I kind of introduced of staying healthily busy so there's two spectrums to that for me personally on the one side There's constant, constant busyness, on the go, constantly doing something. And that is to maybe not deal with your inner self and any thoughts, feelings, and emotions that you're going through. Because maybe you're thinking, hey, I'm going to be so busy that I'm not going to deal with it. And I won't think about it anymore because I'm constantly doing something. But then on the other side what I kind of had discussed prior is not having any sort of schedule for yourself, just not having any sort of routine for your daily life that everything just kind of falls apart and you're constantly thinking or you're just like dreading and stuck in this vortex of your own thoughts, feelings, and emotions because you have no commitment to anything. There's this loss of any drive or desire to get things done and life's not always about getting things done and checking things off but just finding the things every day that bring you a sense of joy stability comfort dedication all those things so what i'm preaching today is finding that middle ground getting to a place of some sort of routine and knowing what that looks like for you personally so you're in between the constantly on the go getting stuff done and floating in the ether not knowing what you're doing so finding the middle ground where you have a daily schedule it doesn't have to be elaborate but finding things that you do every day to bring you a sense of peace because Like, the art of the daily routine is so important, I feel. And when you're staying healthily busy, it's easy to commit to a schedule 
while also allowing your days to stay fluid and to appreciate the things that might come up unexpectedly. So finding this healthy space in between is how I personally beat procrastination, which I found out is a symptom of anxiety and depression and things of that nature. So I used to always put things off. I let them consume me and I would be just like gridlocked in this feeling of not being able to take action. But once I started doing little things every day, I genuinely got on top of everything and I wasn't a passenger or in the backseat of my own life. Like I was in the driver's seat and I was like, hey, this is <laughs> this is me. I can do it. Like I'm in charge. Let's Let's get in the front of this. Let's not let things push me into a corner and let's get the things I need to get done, done. And I will feel like a new human after that. And I genuinely have. So some examples of what that might look like. For me personally, it's finding a set time or around a set time to go to bed and wake up. And my hatch alarm clock has helped me so much with this. I don't know if anyone's ever heard of that, but it's the alarm clock that tries to like fix your circadian rhythm and it wakes you up with natural sunlight and sounds of like nature instead of that really jarring so traumatizing iphone alarm because that actually spikes your cortisol and is what's making you feel super anxious in the morning when you wake up along with instantly checking your phone and drinking coffee before you eat anything and now i know i'm looking at the majority of girls when I say that because I know we're all guilty of doing that but let me tell you these three simple things not checking my phone when I wake up waking up to a more natural solution like this alarm clock and having a snack or breakfast before I drink coffee has made me feel so much more relaxed when I'm waking up and it sets me up for a better day so the nighttime routine as well with that alarm clock is it can read you literal bedtime stories, give you nature sounds, give you guided meditations or wind downs. It's really nice. It is expensive, but I think it's worth it. Um, there's a lot of other alarm clocks that are like that, that emulate sunlight or have built-in sound machines. So with that, again, playing those calming sounds and having that calming light when I'm going to sleep. I go to sleep trying to read a book, not be on my phone before I fall asleep, because again, that blue light and that spike in cortisol, it's not going to let me sleep. I'm going to be anxious. Um, still in the realm of bed, I make my bed first thing when I wake up in the morning. And I know that sounds so silly. People have talked about it before. But genuinely, it sets you up for the best day. Because even when I leave my bedroom, go to the bathroom, come back, oh my gosh, my bed's made. I'm already feeling better. I don't feel as like trapped and sunk in because my room already looks put together. So keeping in that vein of cleanliness and keeping your room together, something I like to do every day is just tidy a little bit, whether that's wiping down my counters in my room, keeping clothes folded, not throwing clothes on the floor. And if I've done that in a rush, as soon as I have the opportunity to, I come back, fold them, put them away, because that's how things build up. When you're throwing things, you're like, I'll do it later, I'll do it later. Goes back to procrastination again. You won't do it later and then it all piles up until it's a gigantic mess and you're in over your head and you're so overwhelmed that you don't know what to do. So I love to in my routine. I actually find joy in it now. Just put little things away, keep on top of my room so whenever I come in or out or have guests come in or out, it looks good. 
and I'm not worried about it. So back on the routine, we get up, we don't look at our phones yet, we eat something before we have any caffeine, then if this is what activeness and motion looks like for you, maybe you go to the gym. Maybe you go on a nice long walk if it's not negative 3,000 degrees outside. Maybe you do a little yoga in your room on the floor. Maybe you go to a class somewhere. Whatever motion looks like for you, try and incorporate that into your everyday because I promise it will make you feel so much better. Now I know we have lives outside of this, so going to class, going to the grocery store, taking out the trash, those are all non-negotiables that we still have to incorporate into our lives. So what I've tried to do is order these things in a way that can be fun. So how can I sprinkle in the not-so-fun things like laundry, mopping, what have you, into the things that I enjoy doing? How can I navigate my day while getting everything I still need to get done, done? So basically figuring out those things that you know you might not want to do but will make you feel really accomplished and nice inside after you've done them alongside the things that you know are your non-negotiables that you need to do every day to feel grounded, centered, and not have like spikes in anxiety and stuff like that. So yeah, that is my advice on staying healthily busy while avoiding burnout from not feeling your feelings and being constantly on the go and simultaneously avoiding this existential dread and feeling like you can't get anything done because you don't have a set schedule. So I hope you guys enjoyed this episode. I hope you bring some new things to your daily routine that help you find peace and help you find that you're really connected with your inner self and make you feel a lot better overall. Thank you so much for listening and I'll see you in the next one. Bye.